Bangor Worldwide has been promoting and supporting World Mission for over 85 years. Our podcasts are free of charge. You can find out more about us at www.worldwidemission.org. We hope you enjoy this talk. I'm sure like me, you are stirred by what we have just heard. Thank you so much. Rita, and you are right, the Lord reigns. He's building his church. The gates of hell will not prevail against him. Well, we've been spending our time in these brief evening challenges in John's account of the recommissioning of Peter by Jesus. And if you have a Bible, please turn back with me to John 21, and I'm going to read from verse 15 down to verse 19. The risen Christ is sitting down to breakfast with his disciples on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, and he's recommissioning Simon Peter to gospel service after Simon Peter had made such a mess in his three denials of Jesus. So we read in John 21:15, when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he had said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you're old, you will stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. This he said to show by what kind of death he was to glorify God. And after saying this, he said to him, follow me. On Monday evening, we reflected on this question that Jesus asked Simon Peter three times, do you love me? And we acknowledged and established that this is where all mission begins. Jesus asking us, do you love me? And what a searching response Peter gives when he said, you know, Lord. Isn't it interesting, as I said last night, that Jesus knows if our answer is true or not. He sees what is really there in our hearts. Our love may be imperfect. It may be weak. But we want to be able to say, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Well, last night we also reflected on Jesus' charge to Simon Peter to demonstrate that love by showing concern for the well-being of Christ's flock. And I asked the question, is our love for Jesus something we just speak about, or is it something that finds concrete expression in our lives by our working towards building up Christ's church at home and across the nations. Well, this evening I want to 
progress into verses 18 and 19 now to see how Jesus points Peter and each of us here this evening to one single reality, the cost of the mission, the cost that comes with following Jesus. Rita has already shared with us real stories of people paying a great price to follow Jesus where he leads. And this is what we see now as Jesus speaks to Peter in verses 18 and 19. One part of our ministry at Great Vic is providing marriage classes for young couples who are engaged and wanting to get married. In the first session, we get the couples to read a chapter from Paul Tripp's book entitled, What Did You Expect? The goal of that first marriage prep session is to help the couple set their expectations rightly for what married life is like. We want them to go into the commitment with their eyes open. And that is what Jesus is doing now as he explains to Peter what his call to follow him on mission will involve. Jesus wants Peter to go in and he wants us to go in with our eyes open. In verses 18 and 19, it seems like Jesus is saying, Peter, you've said you love me. Well, I want you to know that your love for me is going to be tested once again in the future. In fact, your love for me will lead you into tribulation in this world. Look at verse 18. Jesus says to Simon Peter, Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you're old, you'll stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. Now, in Jesus' day, that language of the hands being stretched out meant crucifixion. Jesus said, Peter, there's a day coming where you're going to be taken to a place you don't want to go. And in verse 19, John adds a little bit of commentary to make sure we don't miss what Jesus is saying. This he said to show by what kind of death Peter was to glorify God. He was to glorify God. And then you can imagine the scene as Jesus looks Peter in the eye and says, Peter, follow me. We're not playing games here, Peter. Count the cost and follow me. Nothing must blow you off course, not even persecution or the threat of death. Now, history records for us that Peter was probably martyred under the Emperor Nero around 65 AD. He would indeed demonstrate his love for Jesus and glorify God in his death. Here's the challenge I want us to close with in light of this text this evening. Our love for Jesus is expressed in a life of following him where he leads, even if he leads us into hard places. Will you surrender your life 
to following Jesus wherever he leads. For many of us, this will mean taking a stand for Christ in our culture at home, a culture that is becoming more and more hostile to the ethics of the kingdom of God. But for others, you may be called to follow Jesus in a place like northern Pakistan. You may get a burden that Jesus is leading you to somewhere like northern Pakistan, to an unreached people group like the Shinna. Or you may get a burden for a place like Yemen and think of going to a people group like the Hadramut Arabs of Yemen. Or maybe you could get a burden for the heartland of Hinduism in Varanasi in northern India. Or to the millions of needy people, including Taliban fighters in and around Afghanistan. Jesus wants us to know following him is not a game. It's not cheap grace. It comes at a cost. What cost? Our whole lives. If anyone would come after me, Jesus said, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? The Christian life begins with a death. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, writing in The Cost of Discipleship, put it like this, the cross is laid on every Christian. The first Christ suffering which every man and woman must experience is the call to abandon the attachments of this world. It is that dying of the old self which is the result of our encounter with Christ. The cross meets us at the beginning of our communion with Christ. When Christ calls a man or a woman, he bids them to come and die. It may be a death like that of the first disciples who had to leave home and work to follow him, or it may be a death like Luther's who had to leave the monastery and go out into the world, but it's the same death every time, death in Jesus Christ, death of the old self, to follow at his call. Jesus asks each one of us as we close this evening, do you love me? Express that love by giving yourself to the upbuilding of Christ's church, either at home or across the nations. Jesus wants us to go in with our eyes open. He wants us to wake up from the Western slumber of comfort. He wants us to know it costs. But he says, I will be with you always. You know, I was so struck by what Rita shared of those people saying persecution will be a crown on our head. Don't take it away. Will they will one day stand before the Lamb 
And on that day, they will cast those crowns before him, saying, you are worthy. You were worthy of it all. Jesus asks each of us, do you love me? How will your love for me find expression in your commitment to my cause of building my church across the nations? Jesus says, follow me. Let's pray. Father, show us how to respond, whether it's to commit to praying more for cross-cultural missions, whether it's committing to go, whether it's just saying, I'm going to get more involved in the health and well-being of my local church. Show us how you're leading us at whatever stage of life we're at, and help us, Lord, to follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. We trust you've enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to make a donation to support the work of Bangor Worldwide, please visit www.worldwidemission.org slash donate.